DTZ Entertainment presents Coffee Bar Stories, a talk show adjacent comedy podcast with your three hosts, Dad, Son, and Bubba. Coffee Bar Stories is sometimes a graphic podcast. The stories, comedy, skits, and any other content on the podcast may contain drugs, cartoon-styled violence, crimes, and negligible actions. All names and locations of the stories are changed to protect the individuals unless otherwise stated. Listener's discretion is advised. Live from the Coffee Bar, it's your DTZ News. I'm your host, Son, and I'm here with our co-host, Dad, for another episode of Coffee Bar Stories. And in today's news, we have a few bullets to go over. We have uh, Bubba's Corner, which will be uh, pre-recorded for today. We have how we're going to be going over. uh, We're going to be going over our new uh, way of doing our guest interviews. Um, I'm going to give the answer to last uh, episode's game. And then Dad's going to go over what... uh, our DTZ Entertainment's other podcast has uh, with its new episode coming out and the episode that just came out. So with the first section, we're going to go over uh, basically uh, Bubba's Corner. for It was called Bubba's Reviews, we said in the first segment. Uh, it, this episode is going to be pre-recorded, and it's for uh, work schedules. Uh, they conflicted, and we weren't able to get it uh, recorded live today. Yeah, so we'll we'll get that pre-recorded. We'll bring it on, uh, and it is going to go from uh, Bubba's reviews to Bubba's corner. It's a it's, we think it's a better name to go by. Yeah, it'd be easier for him to farther around with it. And we also, um, we're going to change up how we, uh, we did like our guest interviews. Because in season one, we more so, we brought on a guest, one of our friends. And then uh, we'd like interview them for a little bit and then yeah. have them tell us three stories that they have. And now we're more so going to change it up to be uh, the, our guests are basically going to be a co-host with us. They'll be uh, in all of our little segments being interacting with all of us. And if they have any stories, they can bring them up and whatnot. We don't mind. But yeah. for the most part, it's uh, we're going to try to bring them more into this new format that we're doing for this season. Yeah, we'll bring it more like a, uh, a, a quick catch up with them if they've been on before. So... You may know who they are from first season if if they get the comeback. And then we'll just move into, they kind of go for the ride with us on the show. How we, uh, the games and whatnots we play. And we got a little bit more stuff involved coming up too. And then our third point is uh, the uh, game that we played last episode, the uh, real or fake commercials. And we gave you two different commercials to pick from. One was the Sonic ad. And then the second one was Steve's Love That Smell Porta Potties. And the answer to that game is Steve's Love That Smell Porta Potties is the fake commercial. Congratulations to anybody that picked it out there. Uh, it was kind of a hard one for me, but believe uh, it or not, that Sonic or that Sega ad was real. There's it's a little weird, but that was actually the real ad. Yeah, it was a strange ad. I'll give it that. You can see they were trying to hit a very young teenage market, just starting to get into the hormone era. Yeah. And then our last bullet point, uh, I'll switch it over to Dad, and he'll uh, explain all what uh, DTZ Entertainment's uh, second podcast has going for it. That's the uh, podcast that I have that's stories that are made up. I had just last week released episode five part three of the rise to godfather that was the power 
next week we'll be releasing the sixth episode and that has part four to it should be the conclusion of the reckoning and hopefully uh that that story comes out it's the conclusion completed and stuff and hopefully i can move on to the next tale of different stories we would like to clarify that bubba's corner is not a pre-recorded segment that it's only being pre-recorded today all right and that will conclude our dtz news Oh, time for two dad jokes. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. Boo! How do you make a Kleenex dance? Put a little boogie in it. (laughs) Topics of discussion. Topics of discussion. So this is just going to be a segment where we just kind of pick something and talk about it basically kind of give our point of views on things or not more so like advice or more just i don't know just talk about things yeah it's going to be a good segment for us to use it on a guest host that comes on when we bring somebody on and stuff too to let them catch up with us or introduce new things and there'll be a couple times maybe we can use this segment to abuse them a little i think it'll be fun but this decent. time around, me and Son are just going to do a little discussion about marijuana. Um, the, it seems to be our I, favorite topic, um, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I, you know, I come, I come down. Uh, every vice I like kind of goes away. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess marijuana kind of. Plus, we all do it in the house, you know. So that's kind of <laughs> makes it a lot easier when everybody. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, and and it's not like uh like alcohol where we're a bunch of drunks and it's fist fights and <laughs> windows broke and people and the cops showing up because none of us fight. We're too tired and lazy doing too much. lazy tired yeah. and stone. Well, by the you can tell by the podcast we just got way too much in our lives going on to be oh, drinkers. Yeah, yeah. alcohol is not a big thing in our house whatsoever. Uh-uh. But. On the getting down to our story here of our discussion, we're going to have uh, street versus dispensary. So um, we're not taking sides or on anything, not one versus the other, as far as me and son. Um, we're just going to take a deep dive, yeah, pick our gonna, brains about what we think about them and whatnot. Yeah, because like for me, dispensary, it's got good aptitudes to it and stuff for like if you're looking for specialty type of stuff if you want to know what it does oh, what it's for the dispensary's got you covered if you're looking for quantity you're, you're the buzz head and all you're looking for is that stone and stuff then 90 percent of the time money wise your street's the way to go oh yeah especially the state that we all we all live in it, it they hit you kind of hard on price by it's not really the cost by the unit as much as it's the taxation that they have uh, put in place which you get in i believe it's it's like three three cities city county and state yeah it's all three, all of, three of those and it comes out to like 60 percent tax or something like that like, yeah some i don't yeah it's absolutely ridiculous yeah because i'm not sure from our state not every state i imagine would be like that ours likes to tax a lot anyhow but I've, I've i've been wanting to like go to dispensaries in other well, states but i mean it's the travel but also like i wonder are they all I, the same on the inside and whatnot oh you're talking about decor 
yeah yeah that, that, that that's a that's a thing too it like ours is kind of retro or not <laughs> retro i'm sorry kind of uh new school uh, more so actually yeah it's streamlined i guess it's oh definitely that's exactly the word in, i'd go for out. It's, they, you know, it, there's not a lot of fluff of uh middle island or anything they just have like uh two two displays i believe put it's up like, that yeah, you zigzag like, through yeah like four of them to or something. create space and then there you go to uh, numerous people standing it's, at it's, the counters it's like it's like going to the bank almost yes exactly it's, the bank you're basically waiting in line except the bank doesn't you know offer you trays and uh no. little nectar collectors or fucking uh bongs yeah they're not not trying to make that extra not, dime on the, the grocery or not the grocery store to like Walmart tip where they got yeah, stuff yeah. in the aisle. Nah, they ain't getting the bang for their buck there. It seems they don't want to promote in the weed industry. That's another big problem with it is the all the regulations. Banks. Yeah, the banks don't want to touch them, but well, I don't know much about that or why it does or why it's that way. From what I understood is because where where they labeled it at on the federal level, the banks because they are federally uh, backed i guess federally insured that's what it is i think oh and, okay, and yeah. i don't think they're allowed to do it it'd be like it'd be like them uh banking a, a known cartel drug dealer oh i okay. think it's way it would be considered is my guess that I mean, and i mean a known <laughs> because one. it's still technically well, considered a federally illegal, illegal gains yeah so it yeah i can see why okay, it's silly in and with um and with the who's the administration there thing you might if they just take it off the first level might be all right because they're known for wanting to legalize pot like that yeah and harder some but but just who's sitting in there now though 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 that administration is the type that will allow it off the if they just allow it off the damn the stage one level yeah. you know then banks could deal with them and then it would be re reassessed which it should just be completely taken off it's it's over half of the states are already on board yeah if, if it's not fully legalized for rec it's, it's at medical. least it's yeah, at least it's a medical, medical level over half I that's would, that's another Another thing, uh, especially with uh, us, with uh, the dispensaries mm -hmm. and medical and where we live is, well, I personally, and I guess this is going to bring it into the, the, the street form. I personally don't see the benefit of getting the card and all that because it's so damn expensive and it's something it's something about i i probably didn't i skimmed through it but there's a few fees that go on top of owning it and all that see that's what i was wondering because somebody was saying something about there it's like a membership fee yeah basically and stuff and you have to keep to maintain it you got to pay it like every year or something like that you pay a some amount or something but, and i'm not and okay not cheap from what i understand um i think i read that it was like 300 something holy moly and that was to buy but I and I think that was to purchase the card and then with well, the qualifying prescription. Basically anymore, since a lot of states with the the rec legalization with it, mm -hmm. a lot of states doctors have gotten a point where they're making they can they have the ability to leave, to give you that card. Yeah. And stuff. They can they, prescribe they just, it to you. They just, yeah. They just basically these guys end up. You give me X amount, I give you that card. Mm -hmm. it's basically buy a card anymore it doesn't matter whether you really need it for a medical purpose or not what what's wrong with you yeah your neck hurts you okay here you go you know what i mean here give me three four hundred whatever dollars and then you got the card what does that give you a chance not to you know at the dispensary you pay what 
less tax. I yeah, think. I don't think you pay. You pay like cuts one, somebody's tax out. It, it it like halves one tax and like cuts one of the other ones out or something like that. Yeah, I'm not. Get, positive, it's, it's, but, it's, it's but a it discount. Is, but it is a discount, but it's not worth it. Especially with how little we've gone to the dispensary, oh, and especially yeah. every time well, we've went, it wasn't for us. Well, yeah, that's so. yeah. The person we go for is specialized. They they get really now. They are if it wasn't wreck here, they would be legit medical. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I mean, the, who we go, they get it for. It would be completely legit medical in in what they get it for is medical. It's yeah. They find that's that's the big thing about dispensary. Like you find things. There's mm-hmm. there's pot that makes got motivation factors and creativity to it. Yeah. There's there's pot that's uh, does muscle relaxing or anxiety bringing down. Which is funny seeing it. The stereotype into pot has always been the anxiety when you see the goofball pot movies. Oh, freaking out! But yeah. that's usually when it's on. I'm getting stoned type weed. Yeah. They, they, they've morphed this in through the dispensaries into where they they can literally make it to the point to where they can tell you what it will and will not do for you. Yeah. You know, they've made it a specialty thing, and I think that is outstanding to do. It's, yeah, because you're not going to get that uh, specialty weed from either uh, Chad or DeMarcus down the street. <laughs> no. Well, now, but on the other hand, though, I'm also going to get for a quarter of what I'm giving to the dispensary. Oh, I'm definitely. three times the amount. Um, to put in perspective. And uh, it's usually stuff to make my eyeballs raise and my eyeball and my eye twitch, you know? Yeah, it's um. It's not bad stuff. Here, where we live, the, the for medical, for about a gram, it's like 20 bucks. And then add tax on top of all that. So you're paying but, like, what, $28, $27? See, yeah, but see, back in the way day, and my day back in the day, 20 bucks for a gram, that would have got you going to do some really mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, really I, I good. agree. Because... You'd have been pulling off pieces for a pinch hitter. Oh, you definitely. Would not, if you smoked a bowl at your buddies, you're, you're one generous person in very nice and hopefully they return the favor yeah 20 dollar grams back then would have knocked your eyeballs off your face and made you have a bald streak going out of your back <laughs> yeah uh but i don't care for the dispensaries because of how expensive they are and for the most part they never seem to have what i personally would want it's uh if i if they do they're sold out or it's just nothing they carry i can if i really really wanted to i can go through one of the dealers that i got and they would find it for me make yeah. it a lot easier it's because I, i've gone through the dispensary a few times trying to just find different types of dabs i think i was looking for like the diamonds or something like that and i looked on the website for the uh dispensary went there and they didn't have them they said they didn't have them they had others they had the, the sugar wax or the uh, uh shatter or whatever but oh, okay. it wasn't the one i wanted because I I don't know what's so special about the diamond wax, but there's something about it. I think it's a little more potent or something like that. Oh, okay. But I think I just hit up one of my buddies, and he was like, yeah, give me like two hours or something, and I'll let you know. And then I think within like another hour and a half later, he was like, I got it. And he was like, 60 bucks, and it's yours. And I think he gave me like three grams. Yeah. And a gram for dabs is for 20 bucks. So, I mean, I didn't overpay for it. But oh. if, I, if I did pay at a dispensary, I probably would have paid 180 Oh yeah, the the by dispensaries open, they thought they were gonna 
take away the pot one, it wasn't gonna happen. Now, yeah. did they did they knock the cartels out? Definitely. Nobody wants no dirt weed. They don't want what they're bringing from Mexico any longer. That's not a not a viable street <coughs> commodity in many many states that gone legal. Yeah. So there did it. it hurt them there, but what it did for the guys that always bought pot from their local dude just made him get in benefit if he was gonna keep up what he's doing mm-hmm. and there's ways there's like oh man uh there's so many ways that people people become kind of not kind of source but uh like gurus at growing stuff oh yeah and, and you figure a lot of these guys they may be growing what they're allowed to grow legally by the law in the state and everything yeah just that good stuff they're not gonna smoke it all so they sell some of it off mm-hmm and yeah, the IRS is probably going to be pissed and look for their cut and all that. But, you know, at a point, you got to be, you know, either you're going to work for the people or you're going to end up finding out that people are going to get around it somehow. Yeah. You know, that's and that's what we do. We get around it somehow. I'm not going to pay you a bunch of money for you to give me a little bit so I can turn around and be back 20 minutes later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, it's the, not the, worth the it. The amounts I, I require... You're not gonna sell me that I want to pay. Exactly. You know I'm not t- buying pounds and quarter pounds, nothing like that. Ounces and all that crazy stuff like that. I mean maybe ounces. Ounces. Okay, I'm sorry, ounce. I was I was thinking of something else, but not like quarter pounds or anything. Yeah. And uh, you, what you're what you're trying to get out of me is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you you don't really give people a choice in many states. That a lot of them are like, well, it's legal, but. Now, they're willing to take the chance to buy it off somebody in the street because it's a lot cheaper and they can get what they need. You know how much they need without going broke. Not everybody can make $50 an hour, you know? Yeah. Shoot. I think the biggest problem with the dispensaries is that they don't put them where you think they should be put. It's always, it's never in a decent location, or at least where we're at, it seems like that. Unless you're in a major city. You're screwed for the most part. Oh, they're everywhere. Oh, in a major city? Yeah. I, oh, unless, they're on I, every corner. I said unless you're in a major oh, city, yeah, you're yeah, screwed. Yeah, yeah, If you're rural, if you're rural, there'll be... You better hope you every live close. 25 miles or so, maybe. It depends, and it depends on who, what city was cool with it. If it's like a real conservative, you know, the state may have legalized it, but it doesn't mean that city or that town or that county is wanting to allow it yeah they may not you know and they may be conservative or uh religious or whatever the uh behind it they don't want it yeah whatever reason the drives them not be. to want that so the states force it and the government the government's never been good at nothing like that anyway it, it so with people being able to grow it their own and grow good stuff yeah grow these people are becoming amateur botanists and stuff and it's not like they're gonna kill you with it that's the best part it's not like they're they're uh like it's a drug like a meth or a, a cocaine or something they're oh, mixing yeah, up no. you know what i'm saying they're, they're they can't kill you with this stuff mm-hmm. you know because if you get something it, and it don't smell right as far as it's not a pot smell it's got any chemical whatsoever type hint to it yeah other than gasoline because the fuckers <laughs> snuck it in their casting but uh, that's a joke but uh um other you know there's other than maybe you know an exotic pot smell if it's got anything other than that then you don't touch it yeah you know and stuff and people the pot world 
There's no reason to screw with people with that. You're, I'm not buying it's a, too small a, time. an ounce of, of Coke and sprinkling it over buds of, of marijuana and selling yeah. them. What the hell is that? What is that going to do me? <laughs> Nothing at all. You know how much that ounce of Coke's going to cost me? I'm, I can only imagine $1,000 or better. I don't know. You know, but it's more than what I want to oh, spend on anything. Oh, hell yeah. Just to throw on pot to sell that I can't sell for what that thing is going to be worth. Oh, yeah, no. Street value wise, you know. So, you know, with pot, at least, you know, the people that you're buying from, most of the stuff you're getting that's really good, somebody's growing that stuff. Oh, yeah. And they definitely. know what they're doing. They try on there. Because, hell, we grew a plant. Mm-hmm. And it turned out pretty good. I'm still proud of that thing. I miss it. You I know. miss it a lot. No, Rest we didn't peace, post. Morty. We haven't posted no pictures on Facebook. I still have them. You know, I don't think we can. No. Like, I mean, there are weed pages on Facebook. I don't know. They do it all the time. That's something I'll have to discuss first with with uh, Bubba and the others. Make sure I <laughs> Maybe we'll grow a new one and then record the growth of that plant. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Because the other one... Another one. It, it was pretty big. It was. I yeah, did top it. It so, was nice. It, yeah. I was surprised on how big it grew. And when we planted it, I wasn't even expecting anything. I didn't even care if it was male or female at this point. I just wanted to see it grow. After it oh, sprouted, yeah. I'm like, all right, now I just want to see it grow. And it was seven or six or seven feet tall. It, it was taller it, than me. Yeah, it got up to probably so, about seven, but I did top it, so it wouldn't. If I didn't top it, it probably would have got about ten foot. Oh, oh, okay. it would have. It would have treed. It had been like a tree. It would have grown up real fast, real high. I tried to bush it out. That's why it did bush out. Okay, down some when I cut it, because that would have been awesome. Yeah, but it, it, it was really big, really leafy. We got, I think, eight and a half, something like that, ounces out of it. Yeah. Um. Maybe nine. I can't remember off the no, top no, of my no. head. No, no, no. We got no. We had uh, two pounds and something out of it. Are we sure? Yeah. That doesn't sound about right. No, it was over a pound. Okay. Yeah, it was over a pound we had. Oh, okay. Because I can't. I couldn't remember. I may have. I, I think I only counted what I had that was already dried and cured down, or what I was curing. Because I think we still had some in the garage that we were drying. Yeah, we we. So that may. So okay, that does make and, sense. Yeah, and all, all in the end, I, we had over a pound and something. I mean, we were smoking we gave, on it. We gave a lot. We were, we gave a lot away. We were smoking on it though for like almost a year. Yeah. So gave it to. We didn't have to really friends. buy. I mean, I did, but we didn't really have to buy weed for a while. No. And then I ended up stop buying weed. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't spend none on it for quite a about a year that was a good that was that was a good harvest out of that thing i was impressed mm-hmm. i i really do want to grow another plant though. yeah I, I i think if we can do this one i think I'm, uh it would be a lot beneficial if we uh keep it well groomed and stuff this time to see if it if we can't maybe even do two of them just watch how close we put them mm-hmm. and like top one and just let it ride and then the second one kind of groom it down you know try to see if you can't really maybe five footed tall and just like a big ass bush oh I mean, you can stress train it i know that's a lot of uh, a lot of people do that to their plants make it uh, grow certain ways and train it with stress basically not enough to like snap the branches but just enough to when they're malleable enough to train them to grow a certain way 
Well, yeah, there, but I'm talking like make it a bush bush where oh. it's just going out, not up mm-hmm. and stuff. Because then you get more as surface long as they reach... to grow uh, the buds on. Yeah, I figure as long as they grow to reach outwards instead of growing upwards more so, it'd be all right. Um, but I, I still don't know what it takes to be a weed farmer. Yeah, that that's a whole different method there. Okay, well, we're going to wrap up this segment of and uh, head on to the next one, son. Stories That Are Made Up is a podcast hosted by me, Dad, from Coffee Bar Stories. Check out my made-up stories every two weeks from DTZ Entertainment. Rebel Radio Show, Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time, DJ CO1. Now it's time for Was That a Good Idea with your host, Dad. Hello, thank you, son. This story is Gun and Butt. And exactly as it means, Gun and Butt, folks. A Louisiana man had been ran down and re- caught by police for various crimes, it says here. Okay. We'll just start with the man's name. Justin Salvi, 24, pled guilty Friday to weapons charge after police in the town of Gold Meadow, who were arresting him late last year on a separate matter, discovered he had stashed a loaded 25 caliber Titan pistol in his buttocks. The pistol is more than four inches long with a two-inch barrel. He was sentenced to five years suspended prison sentence. With that, I don't know if he should have been too suspended for the sentence. But to me, I don't think that was a good idea. (laughs) And now it's time for Bubba's Corner. Hey guys, welcome back. As you may remember, last episode, I am now doing reviews. So, today we're going to take it a little different. I'm going to be reviewing a movie. Spoiler warning, if you have not seen the movie Looper, pause this, go watch it, and come back. I'll start by saying a little bit about it. I'm just going to go right in. The movie Looper takes place in the year 2044. Time travel has not been invented yet. But in 30 30 years... It will have been. And so, the main character of the movie, his name is Joe, works for a criminal syndicate. It's sort of like the mob. And what his job is, is he's he's just an assassin. A group of assassins called loopers. What they do is they go to a certain place and a certain time, a dude will just, or a target, an assassination target, will just pop up and appear. And they take their blunderbuss and boom, kill him. End the job. And then on the back of each victim or target is um, like a few bars of gold wrapped in or silver wrapped in plastic or something on the on the back of the target, like a like payment. Yeah, and it's payment for the job. Okay. Now um, the reason they do this is because in the future it's incredibly hard to get rid of bodies. Um, what is it? The, the morgues are all filled up. They the, no more plots to bury them or I something. I just they don't really get into that point. Oh, okay. They just say that. It's just they they have problems, so it's better off to just 
off them in a different time and take yeah. care of it then instead of having to do it in the future. Yeah. Okay. So the body just never exists. Okay. That so makes they sense. Get, the body gets killed in the past. Just that's it. Yeah. It just ceases to be. Yeah. From whatever the, means. No more future person. So that's what that is. That's what loop the looper. I'm just gonna call it the Looper Agency. I don't really know what the fuck it is. It's <laughs> honestly just a giant criminal syndicate. A thing happens in the movie where the Loopers end up doing something called closing their loop. Time travel is so fucking illegal that when the criminal organization cut, terminates the contract with yeah. the Looper, they hunt down that Looper in the future and send them back in time to them in the past to kill them off. So basically take care of themselves and close off any ties. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And they call it closing your loop. When that happens, the looper gets an enormous payday. Gets like bars of gold instead of silver. Yeah. And then they're released from duty. They get to live their live the rest of their 30 years they have left to live. Now my question is so they don't if they're sending them back to kill themselves basically yeah there there are is it the people in the future from the when time travel is le or is made so 2074 what i guess they're sending them from that time yes all the way back to what we're 2044 okay so it's not killing the person in the, the pre the past like they were sending the loopers mm -hmm. okay it's just ending them right there in 2074 in 2074 they will live for 10 for 30 more years and then die. and they can do whatever the hell they want because they have a shit ton of gold mm. or a shit ton of money from all the silver bars and gold okie dokie well the main character he saves all of his silver he saves a butt ton of it he it shows you in the movie he's like starts stacking it well all of a sudden it's like four loops that were closed in a month which the movie makes seem like is a big deal okay a little bit further down, the main character's friend, Joe's friend, shows up in his window in the middle of the night one night and is freaking out. He says, I let my loop escape. I let him run. Oh. Which is not a good thing because now there is two of the same person existent in the same point in time. Oh, yeah. No, that's bad. That's a paradox. Yeah. He hides his friend under a thing because the people show up. I don't know how they find out, but they do. I mean, we'll, we'll assume some future type of tracking yeah. stuff. Yeah, and he shows up, uh, Joe hides his friend, and the people that run the loopers, it's, it's just a game. The rest of the gang shows up and is looking for the dude while he hides him in his, like, floor safe and then puts his rug over it. And then another character, Kid Blue, I think he's the son of the leader of the gang. Okay. Says, okay, I don't see anything, anybody here. You're coming with me. He takes him back to his dad. Turns out that uh, Joe was pretty much raised by the leader of the gang. Mm-hmm and became a looper. Instead of just killing him, he gives Joe a choice and says, okay, you can either give me half of all the silver you've made, or you can tell me where your friend is hiding. He gives up his friend, because that's all of his life's work right there. Yeah. Right? And he can't just lie to the man who raised him. So he does that, and then it shows the grisly shit that go that happens when you don't close your loop. Okay. The dude starts, uh, the future dude starts like losing his mind or something. The other one, they take him to a doctor. They start like surgically removing his limbs and shit, and you can see the future him just start to fall apart, and his parts of him just crumble. Oh god. Yeah, it was. It's pretty brutal. Why didn't they just outright kill him? I don't know. I don't understand either. That would have worked. Uh, basically, Honestly. they wanted to send a message. I guess this is what yeah. happens when you fuck up and don't close your loop. Yeah. Oof. Well, next up on the list, main character. He first has a dream about it, about him killing himself yeah. in the future. And what happens is the future him kicks his ass. 
Oh shit. Well, he wakes up, turns out it was a nightmare, and then goes to his next target, and his next target is him. So like some fucking deja vu, uh, predicting the future type of shit. Yeah, but what? But he kills the target. Mm-hmm. He takes off the mask and sees that it's him, and he's like, shit. Gets his gold, lives his life. He becomes like, he moves to China, uh, falls in love with this beautiful woman, and they're getting ready to have a kid. Turns out, just wasted a shit ton of time. It's 30 years later, they kidnap gang. Uh-huh. The, the big crime syndicate that's running the whole thing. Yeah. They show up, kidnap him. One of them kills his wife. Oh, fuck. And his kid, because she made a noise or whatever. So the dude, like, flipped, shot her. It was tragic. So he becomes, like, really pissed off that this happened. They take him to the time machine, and they're getting ready to throw him in. He pulls some kung fu shit and beats their asses, grabs the uh, gold pack, mm -hmm. holds it in front of him to his chest, goes into the time machine, and gets sent back. Now, I'm going to stop right there and talk a little bit about what's going on at this point in time in the movie. Turns out that there's a big bad in the future. His name's the Rainmaker mm -hmm. and he's closing everybody's loop. Okay. Like, he's just, he's done with all of them. He doesn't want them to exist anymore? Um, no, he's just a really horrible person. Oh, okay. Just doing it for fun, basically. Uh-huh. Somehow, I might have missed it. I was I maybe wouldn't have been paying attention at the time. Pretty long movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, he nabs the information he needs to know about the, the Rainmaker before getting in the teleporter and getting sent to the past. And his plan is to find the Rainmaker and kill him. Mm -hmm. So that way, in the future, all of the people's loops... Just, just stay open. Yeah. And I don't know why. They don't really make it apparent as to why. It's just fuel for the fire. And so he goes back in time. Past him goes to shoot him, but he's holding that... The, that gold in front of him. Yeah. Blocks the blunderbuss shot, knocks him the fuck out, and hightails it. Oh shit. On this occasion, he didn't let his loop run. His loop is just smart and beat his ass so he can go and find the Rainmaker to kill the Rainmaker. In 2044, the Rainmaker will have been a child. Okay. So he's looking for a kid to kill. Oh shit. And eventually he explains this to himself and he's just like, whatever. Big chase happens, big fight happens. Um, and Joe ends up ch looking for himself because he knows he's going to go to three houses because one of three houses has that kid mm -hmm. that will become the Rainmaker. Well, Joe ends up at a farm. Some lady threatens him and ends up, he ends up working for her watching the land while He's hiding there from, yeah. his, from his gang. And a bunch of shit happens. Um, I'm going to cut to the chase. Towards the end of the movie, it turns out that Joe, the young Joe, mm -hmm. found the kid. And it turns out he's this kid living on this farm. And past him finally finds that out after killing the, the, the gang from the past and Abe, the leader. Oh, shit. And then he hunts down the kid and finally finds him. The kid is telekinetic. There's telekinetics in the show. They kind of serve no purpose except... To be fuel for plot. Yeah, and that the kid is telekinetic. Okay. And he's really powerful with his te telekinesis Te because they make it a point that... Pretty much everybody who has telekinesis just uses it to levitate porters and show off to women. Yeah. <laughs> so this kid's a really powerful telekinetic. can kill people by just using his mind. Mm -hmm. um, he's done it, and Joe finally finds him. It's the end of the movie. He sees future him chasing this girl who he ends up falling in love with, and then he wants to take care of that kid because he's like, he doesn't have to turn evil. He doesn't have to be a bad person. Yeah. And then all of it, like a clock, just clockwork, it just fits into place right at the ending. And he's like, and that's when I seen it. I watched the path 
being laid before this child because of what he was getting ready to do. So he goes, I had to end it. He turns the blunderbuss around because he couldn't get to the future self, yeah. his future self, before he would kill the chick that he loved. Turns that blunderbuss around, shoots himself in the chest. Holy shit. He was the reason the kid turned out evil. Yes. The whole... So he basically the whole reason the kid hated the loopers was because of a looper. And that's the whole reason he came up sort with closing people's liked, loops. He liked the kid liked past Joe. Well, yeah, but he, he didn't know that was future Joe. No, not at all. But I'm, I'm pretty sure they looked future completely him, different. Future him would have been the reason why the Rainmaker became a person. So he just stops it all from happening and kills himself. That's that's a twist. Holy fuck. That's the damned if you do and the damned if you don't. Yeah, and that just shows, like, I guess that it fits the perfect metaphor of what goes around comes around. Yeah, and to go with me always throwing some type of video game reference somewhere, I won't even spoil it, though. Basically, it's another Bioshock mindfuck ending. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a pretty slow burn, and the movie was pretty excellent. There was a lot of useless shit thrown in. Were they? Do you feel like they did it just to pad runtime? Yeah. Mm, not necessarily Very action-filled. I think the main character was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and then the other... Was it Die Hard? Oh, uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis was future him. I, I, I don't know why I kept thinking that Bruce Willis was him to begin with. I already knew. Uh, I think I've seen... We talked about it. I've seen the scene where he basically sees that it's him that he has to kill in the jump sequence or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I just kind of, I guess, uh, I just knew it was a bald guy and kind of forgot it was Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, the movie, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it's got Bruce Willis. I don't know all of the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that well-versed with movie stuff like that. I'm not a cinemaphile, but that was a good movie. I mean, I just from the, I mean... Uh, I was my ass was gripping the chair, bro. Uh, when you were telling me the ending, I mean, I I had to slow my brain down. I'm like, don't jump to conclusions. You already know the answer. Just shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> Let him tell it, cause yeah, yeah, no, you blew my mind with this ending, and now I'm I'm gonna have to watch the movie. Yes, it's I hardly spoiled much except for you know how it goes, crash course. Yeah. But watching it in its fullest, it's it's a really good movie. It's got a decent message. Don't judge someone based off of their actions. Something could be going on. Mm -hmm. So it's good movie, and I give it a five out of ten. It's a decent score. I don't know many movies that do the whole time travel paradox thing right, but the way you were saying it is, I mean, I'm sure they took a lot of civil liberties with it. Yeah. But for the most part, they're like, yeah, this is what will happen to you if you create a paradox, and. That's uh, that's actually that's dope as fuck. Yeah, it's I mean, a pretty good movie. I think it's a little weird that someone would sign themselves up for something they can get, you know, killed they can, in. They have to kill themselves to do. Yeah, um, quite literally. Uh, talk about having a job where you're setting your own life expectancy. <laughs> oh, you get to see yourself in here pretty soon. It's kind of then you can enjoy the last remaining 30 years you have left to live because you will kill yourself. <laughs> and uh, just to clarify one thing, so um, when they go to kill themselves, it's the uh, one from 2044 killing the one from 2074. Yes. Okay, so that's where I was confused because I kind of thought at first it was the one from 2074 killing 2044. And then I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. They just no. erase themselves. Aside from Joe's thing, what <laughs> normally happens is the person shows up with a bag around their head, arms tied behind their back, and they're just kneeling there. And yeah. they have to shoot immediately. They got like, what, two bodyguards there to make sure you do the job? No. Or just a bodyguard? 
I mean, Joe doesn't. They don't show anybody else how oh, they do their looping okay. or how they do their assassinations. But Joe just stands there, looks at his watch, counts down until the time happens, picks his gun up, and then boom. And the dude appears immediately and drops. And then they, he takes care of the body. And that's how it works. Okay. Because, yeah, I was just a little confused on all of that. Well, originally, what I thought... It didn't make sense either way what I thought. Because at first, it was like, the, okay, 2074 Joe is killing 2044 Joe. But it makes no sense. He would 2074 ceases to exist. Yeah. Okay, so then it's 2074 killing younger, younger Joe from the past past. Nope, still doesn't make sense. Wouldn't exist. And now, to, okay, it's either the past Joe or... 44 Joe killing yeah. 74, which makes sense. But now, okay, no, no, you you explained that. He, they basically they waited for him to do his whole family life and all that, and then kidnapped him. Yeah. Why didn't that happen in the first loop? What do you I'm, mean? Like that, the way with time travel, basically, it, this it's the one way you got to take civil liberties and all that shit, I guess. But if you change the course of the future, oh, all those previous loops. Why didn't it happen when it showed from him killing himself the first time and being like, well, fuck. It, I don't know. It just shows him cashing in his gold mm -hmm. and then partying his life away before finally deciding to move. And he was going to go to, the fr to France, but Abe told him to go to China, so he goes to China instead. Mm. So Abe already had it all set up. He knew where he, he was like, all right, I'm going to send him this place. I'm, so that way when his time's up, I know exactly where to Yeah, he's him. just like, I'm going to go to France. And Abe's like, no, go to, ch go to China. He's like, going to France. And he's like, I'm from the future. You should go to China. <laughs> That's when you go to France. That's when you say, all right, I'm going to China. And then you hop onto the plane to France. And you're like, all right, sayonara, fuckwads. But no, he, in the end, he does end up going to China. It's sad he doesn't get a happy ending, but... Yeah, I figured, I thought at the the way that the show, or the, the show, that the movie starts to, like, bring you up is he's falling for this farm girl. Mm-hmm. He likes this kid. He's going to change the kid's life and make him a better person. Yeah, but until that end part hits, and you're like, what? There wasn't you? another way. It's the whole damned if you do, damned if you don't thing. But yeah. I mean, do you think the ending would have been, would have stuck with you if it just ended with, and no. then the kid changed his life? No, and, no. Yes. It, it was good because he made the harsh. He made the ultimate decision. The ultimate decision, which yeah. was... Fuck me, I'm saving this family. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, oh. my thing is, the Rainmaker would not exist if he would have just killed himself in the past. Yeah. Uh, which means, why does he exist in 2074? So if he didn't go back yet. Because when, time hasn't had a chance to... That's know. that's one thing they can never do right in movies or even, like, anything. Because it's hard to conceptualize something like that. Doctor Who does it pretty accurately. Yeah. From my understanding, in my my brain's gonna shut down and malfunction in a second just from trying to explain it. But like, if you fuck with something, if you go from the future to the past and fuck something in the past, all of a sudden that thing has always happened. Butterfly now. effect. Yeah, yeah it's it, just always gonna happen, no one matter small what. small thing, and if you can go back in time and change something, it could have monumental effects in the future. Mm -hmm. And even just the 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 assumption of the iota of just doing it and having the means to go back into the past, that automatically means it already happened. There's no reason to go back to the past because it's now happened. Yeah. So most movies' plots would just end right there. So mm -hmm. I guess that's why they don't show it off, but it's still, it's, it, it, when you're trying to like understand it and everything, like trying to get a deeper meaning into it to understand the movie, that your brain's like, yeah, no, we, we're not smart enough for this, man. <laughs> go pick up a quantum uh, entanglement book. See if you understand that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it has very much to do with the butterfly effect, but more like in reverse. Mm -hmm. 
Well, the movie, uh, from what the rating you gave it and everything, I actually, I think it sounds dope as hell. I'm definitely going to have to uh, watch it because... Yeah, it's good. It's worth the watch. It's I can't say for how for certain how long it is. I, Around two hours, maybe. I want to think about two and a half, maybe two hours. Exceedingly long, but it's long enough to give you a good action flick, you know? Yeah, just uh, long enough to help capture your attention and keep it there. Yeah. But not too long to be like, it's still on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like a lot of action movies are. Some of them are really bad, but this one, it was done really well. I would credit the uh, you know people who made it and whatnot, but I don't know who made it. Is there anything else you want to add about that? Nope. Alrighty. That's been Bubba's Corner. Um, thank you for your review. That'll be all. You have a good one. It's Billy's List. Here on Billy's List, we have some of the most average and below average contractors and handymen. Their work subpar, but the pricing is great, and they may not be on time or finish their job, but their prices are great. So when you can't afford Angie's List, head over to the non-reliable but affordable Billy's List. Here's a couple of customer testimonials. Hi, my name is Dale James Doe, and I have a roofing problem. Well, I mean, if you call not having a roofing problem. So, I clicked onto the internet and headed to Billy's List. After 46 months and 407 no-shows, I finally had one-third of a roof, and it was affordable. Thank you, Billy's List! Hi, I'm Ed. I had a leaky pipe problem, and I didn't have very much money. So I went to the website Billy's List, and I got the plumber I could afford. Sure, the pipe was duct taped with a bucket put under it. Now it doesn't leak as much, but the price was great. Thank you, Billy's List. My name is Earl Sanchez, and I had a problem with my air conditioning. So I called Billy's List, and now there's only a faint odor of decaying flesh. But my air conditioning now works. Thank you, Billy's List. Head over to Billy's List. They might get it done, but the price will be great. And now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, Real or Fake Commercials, with your host, Son. Welcome back to Real or Fake Commercials, where you get to guess which one's the real one and which one's the fake one. As always, we have two different commercials for you. And we'll play them for you right now. Dr. Ted is no stranger to outdoors camping, and when you go on an outdoor expedition, sometimes you can end up with a nasty rash. Poison oak, poison ivy, and even poison sumac. So he comes up with his trusty dimethyl tryptamine pills, and the rash goes away instantly. Other solutions would leave you oily and sticky, but not Dr. Ted's pills. They'll cure whatever rash you have quickly and leave you nice and dry. Dr. Ted's dimethyltryptamine pills may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use it, but if you're only planning on becoming pregnant, you're very encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, bloating, ashy skin, uncontrollable Tourette's, bone deterioration, explosive diarrhea, light brain seizures, prostate cramps, loss of sex drive, suicidal thoughts, numbing of the left side, leprosy, impotency, liver failure, Samad hair loss, Samad hair growth also has a chance of causing a rash. Do not plan on driving a motor vehicle for at least 72 hours after taking the pills. If you experience sudden blindness, please consult your physician. Dr. Ted's dimethyltryptamine pills will cure that rash quickly and oil-free. 
Alrighty, that was the first commercial. Now here's the second one. Are you inflicted with gum disease, toothaches, sensitive teeth, or other oral issues? Wish the problems would go away? Well then, we have a solution for you. Lloyd Manufacturing Co. presents Cocaine Toothache Drops. Other oral drops leave you with a horrid aftertaste and don't tackle the root of the problem. But these cocaine toothache drops get to the root of your problem instantaneously and it's only 15 cents. That's 10 cents less than competing brands. Try out Cocaine Toothache Drops today. Alrighty, those were your two commercials. Uh, it's up to you now to figure out which one was real and which one's fake. We'll have the answer for you in next uh, episode, so hopefully you got it right. Thank you folks for listening to episode two. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. Now, I hope you come back for episode three.